get the mic. Honey, I've got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj, and we are back with another episode of Ask Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. And honey, let me tell you, the tea is piping. Do you hear me? Honey, let's jump right into it, because we got so much to cover. I'm so excited. Okay, so obviously we always have to start with the Maj moment. So some inspiration for the week, for the day, for the year, for however long you need it. So this week's Maj moment was inspired or is inspired by my best friend, Sharice. Hey, girl, hey, if you are listening, shout out to my best friend for the inspiration and, of course, just being an awesome best friend. So we we have our conversations, our little tea conversations every day and we just talk about well she this particular time or a couple of particular times she kind of talked about you know saying no to certain situations and you know removing herself from negative situations and relationships and people and friends and guys and so on and so forth and just we kind of talked about you know how challenging it can be especially when you're gonna get in a routine or when you're so comfortable with something or someone um it's really hard to say no right it's really hard to remove yourself from that situation um and, and for yourself, right? For yourself, because we are always thinking about the next person. So in the midst, she's like telling me the story, like, yeah, you know, I chose not to do it. I chose not to go, so on and so forth. And then she says, if you don't feed it, it won't grow. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to use that as a homage moment. So think about this. Whatever situations that you have in your life, whether it be friends, family, finances, past relationships, if you know it is a detriment to your peace, to your livelihood, to your quality of life, stop feeding it. Stop feeding it. And then what happens is we get in these routines and we continue to give ourselves to things that don't deserve us, to things, to people, to situations that don't deserve us. And then we're mad at the situation when really you should be looking at yourself because whatever you feed grows and whatever you don't feed won't grow. So take take a look at your life, right? Think objectively um, at the decisions that you make, at the people that you're hanging out, hanging around, and even your career, your family, um, and, and everything that, that I guess, you know, um, has an impact on, on just your peace. And like I said, your quality of life and your mindset and the reason why you get up every day and honey, and if it's negative, if it's not working for you, if it's toxic, honey, it's time to stop feeding it. And when you don't feed it, it won't grow. So my moment of the day, if you don't feed it, it won't grow. So yes, get into it. Uh, so for the small black-owned business shout-out today, we have Miss Dania Brooks. Miss Dania Brooks is a senior marketing marketing student uh, at Virginia State University. Shout-out to the HBCUs. She is currently the CEO of Influenced by Dawn, where her platform provides marketing strategies, branding tactics, social media presence, and networking opportunities for all black-owned brands and businesses. In addition... She has a Talk To Me Live series every Tuesday and Thursday where she highlights other entrepreneurs um, where they can be transparent about 
what life is as an entrepreneur. You can follow her business on Instagram at influencedbydon underscore, that's D-O-N, and Facebook, influencedbydon. To get more content and information on how to elevate your business to your standards. So shout out to Miss Dania and her brand Influenced by Don. Honey, if you need some social media and some branding stuff and some ways to boost your business, honey, holla at Don, okay? And support a black-owned business. So let's get into these hot topics because... T, okay, because T, like, because T. So I don't have so many Wu Chow moments this week because I, just T, like, just T. My friends call me like, girl, did you hear about such and such? Girl, did you hear about such and such? And a part of me is like, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed. It's so much going on. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, that's how I feel. What is wrong with y'all? Anyway, so let's jump into it. My first Wu Chow moment, honey. So Megan finally came out. And said that Tori was the one who shot her. Uh, she even posted a picture of her injury because I guess people were saying that they didn't believe her and it wasn't true and that she was lying. And people are confused or shocked as to how she is back on her feet after she got shot, so on and so forth. So a lot of celebrities and fans have come out um, and kind of given their piece about the situation uh, Chance the Rapper said something, Scotty Beam, Holly Berry, uh, Michael B. Jordan, Lala, JoJo, uh, Masika, Mario, ch- ch- a whole bunch more, too, um, have come out in support of her. I mean, I just want to read a few off. I'm not going to read all of them. Um, but Chance the Rapper said, I hope Meg really gets justice for what Tori did to her and that we can all learn from this, how near and constant and serious the threat of lethal violence and abuse is for every black woman. Uh, Scotty Beam said, said, why is it so hard for you to believe black women? Holly Berry said, peace, protection, respect for all black women. Always, Megan, we stand with you. F this sugar honey iced tea hashtag. Protect black woman, women. Uh, Michael B. Jordan said, Meg, I admire your courage and applaud you for speaking up. We must support black women, protect black women, and believe black women. Lala posted a picture of Megan on her Instagram story, and she says, support you, love you always. Um, I guess I will read. I guess I did kind of go through all of them. Okay. Uh, JoJo said, love, respect, and peace and protection to Megan. And so here's what... Um, I guess some some fans had to say about Megan coming out and posting her injury and kind of and, and, and let me say this. Megan also talked about like what happened in um, during the incident. So she was she she basically said that they were all arguing in the car and she got out the car. She said I believe she said she was in the front seat and Tori was in the back seat and they were all arguing. She didn't go into detail about what. And then she said she got out the car because she was done arguing. And as she was walking away, that's when Tori shot her. She also said that it had nothing to do with Kylie Jenner um, and, and so on and so forth. So she kind of cleared up some of those rumors, too. So here's what a couple of people had to say. Uh, one person said, imagine a black. Oh, let me also say this, too. So this makes sense. She also said that. Uh, she chose not to tell the cops that there was a gun in the car because of everything that's been going on with young black black people, young black men, young black women being murdered by the police. You know, she kind of was like, well, why would I tell them that we have a gun in the car so they can kill all of us? And she talked about how scared she was. Um, 
you know, that there was a gun in the car and, and that this whole thing happened and, and then she got shot. So she was scared, so on and so forth. So one person said, imagine a black woman being shot and she still had the compassion to try to save a life from being shot by the police only for them to turn around and later lie to the press about her. Tory Lanez is done. Y'all owe Megan Thee Stallion all of her roses and apologies now. Somebody else said, Meg's immediate decision to protect Tory Lanez after he shot her, being followed by him and his team's efforts to make her the bad guy, is a prime example of when black women say they protect black men, but we don't do the same in return. And then I'll read, I'm going to read two more. Another person said, damn, it took for Meg to literally say that that nigga Tory shot her for y'all to believe her ugly asses. Uh, and then one more. This is the last one I'll read. It says, Tory Lanez was making the best music of his career, finally got free from his label, and Quarantine Radio just blew up, and he threw it all away because he decided to assault a woman. Stupid B-I-T-C-H. <sighs> Ciao. This is a lot. And, and, of course, all of that was from Black Twitter because, you know, Black Twitter know these celebrities' lives, honey. Um, okay. So... You know, I, I said this a couple of things, right, that I just want to touch on here. Um, I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Megan does not owe anybody an explanation, right? Megan does not owe anybody an explanation. Let me also say this, too. I feel like I have to give disclaimers before <laughs> before I give my opinion on something. Um, I'm not a celebrity, right? I don't know what it's like to be a celebrity. I don't know what type of influence they have. I don't know what that's like at all. I don't know what it's like to be in the spotlight 100% of the time. Like your whole life is in the spotlight. I don't know what that feels like. However, I am a firm believer that sometimes in certain situations, you have to be, you have to be okay with some people not knowing your side of the story, right? Like, I'm, I'm a huge believer in, in privacy, not secrecy, but privacy, because when you don't tell people what you have going on, they can't comment, right? They can't put an opinion when they don't know what's happening. That's why people say, like, you know, you don't tell people about your ideas sometimes, or you don't tell people about your dreams or your, your, your business things or ideas, or whatever, until they actually come out. Because, you know, once you have that idea, you're on this high, you're excited, you know, you don't want anybody to tear that down. So you don't tell people about your dreams, you know, because you don't want them to tear down. So they can't have an opinion on your dreams. So let me, let me go back a little bit. Let me go back. Let me go back. I am 100% on Megan's side. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? There's been so, so much talk about, you know, uh, we, well, what, what did, what did she do? You know, what, what did, what did she do? So, so, and so, and so, and so, and so. It don't matter what Megan did. She did not to deserve to be shot, period. And the funny thing about it is, you know, a lot of people shout the same thing, right? When, when, when we're talking about Black Lives Matter and we're talking about police killing black people, black men, you know, you don't hear, well, what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? People don't get on social media and say, what did he do? It's automatically F12. You know, another young black man was shot by police, so on and so forth. It doesn't matter what he did. Even guilty black men don't deserve to be shot by police, period. So my thing is, if y'all don't ask why black men, you know, what did they do to be shot by a police, to be shot and killed by a police, why are we asking what did Megan do to be shot? That makes no sense to me. I am 100%, you know, protect black women, 100% on Megan's side. So let me say that before I get into my opinion. Now, back to my opinion. Um... 
I was saying that, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in sometimes you got to be okay with, you know, everybody not knowing the full story. And my thing is this, I don't, I'm not in Megan's shoes. I don't know what she's going through and I don't know how this has impacted her. I can only imagine how traumatized she is from being freaking shy, especially by someone obviously she, she felt she was close to. I don't know what was going on with them, whether they were fooling around, messing around, or they were just friends, whatever. But the fact of the matter is Megan trusted him. She was close to him. They had a relationship. They had a relationship. Sorry, y'all, my timer went off. Uh, they had a relationship and, you know, he betrayed her. She feels betrayed. Um, so, you know, there is no justification for, for what he did. However, like I said, I think, you know, I'm always for, not even always, but I think you have to be very, uh, you, you have to discern when, when, you know, it's okay if, if people, don't know the full story and honestly you know like i said i am 100 on megan's side you know what i'm saying but stop reliving your trauma for these people who don't know you who ain't got no pot to piss in no window to throw it out of child that's what my mama used to always say um you know they ain't got no pot to piss in no window to throw it out of and like i said i don't know where megan's head is right i don't know where her mind is but child this she has been coming out every time somebody has something to say you know what i'm saying and you know, feeling like she has to clarify the rumors. And here's here's my thing with this situation. It's not even the fact that, you know, she's clarifying the rumors. It's the fact that you're clarifying the rumors and people still have something to say. So no matter what truth you're walking in, you know, no matter what truth you're walking in, people are still coming back and saying that, you know, you're a liar or they have something negative to say. So when she came out, you know, and said that this was the bullet wound or whatever, and then that Tori sh shot her, people called her a snitch. And when she first came out and said she got shot, people said she was lying. So, you know, I get it. You know, when she first came out, you know, she wanted to keep her fans updated and let us know that, you know, she's okay, so on and so forth. But to continue to relive this trauma for people that are going to continue to say something negative, I think it's only detrimental to, your, to herself. So I really wish, and I applaud her so much, right? I applaud her so much. And I am a black woman. I know what it's like to be strong even when when you when you don't want to you know what I'm saying I know what that's like however I do feel like for her own health and for her own mental state for her own peace honey stop addressing these lames what y'all saying savage I don't argue with these lazy bees I just raised my price honey adopt that mindset stop explaining yourself to these people because either way regardless if Megan comes out and says says you know or clarifies or or you know whatever whatever it is you know that she wants to do clarify the rumors or address the rumors or clear some stuff up people are still gonna say what they want to say the blogs are still gonna take it and twist it and turn it so on and so forth so i just think for her own i, I feel like we've heard enough at this point i i feel like we've heard enough and then you got i love black twitter don't get me wrong but y'all black twitter feel like they know celebrities i mean y'all friends with them y'all got close relationships y'all just got a friendship dynamic with these celebrities i mean People will go on Twitter and talk about a, a celebrity like they know them personally. And I've seen people saying, like, did, did this person tell you this? Like, did this person tell you this? You know? <laughs> and that's how I feel. Like, y'all are reading these celebrities like y'all know them. Y'all know their life. And y'all don't know the half. Y'all don't know the half. So I just, I pray for Megan, you know, and I just feel like I wish she stopped feeling like, and like I said, I don't know what headspace she's in. I don't know what that's like to be a celebrity or even to be shot. You know what I'm saying? 
So, but I just wish that she would stop feeling like she got to explain herself. Like, even posting the gunshot wound. Like, girl, stop explaining yourself to these lame people. And even when you do, they're still going to take your words and turn them into something else. People going to believe what they want to believe. So, I feel like she could have came out, said what she needed to say. This is what happened and let it go. Let people talk. Let people say what they got to say. And, girl, and let that alone, honey, do you. If you're going to, you know, perform and get back on your feet, honey, stop reliving this, reliving this so that people can... You know, people can know the full story. Girl, that ain't even worth your time. And that's how I feel. Even, you know, if we go back to the to the whole situation with um, Jada and Will, you know, they don't have no obligation to tell you what's going on in their relationship. Where they in where, where regardless if they if they cheated on each other, if they're swingers, they don't have no obligation to tell you that. They don't. They don't. Is it T? Do we wanna know? Yes, because I would love to hear Tori come out and say his piece. Do I still believe Megan? Am I 100% on her side? Absolutely. But would I love to hear what he got to say? Absolutely, too. Like, it's not going to change my mind, but I would love to hear what he has to say. But either way, they're not obligated to tell you what's going on in their lives, period. If anything, she's doing us a favor by keeping us updated with with what she has going on and clarifying rumors and so on and so forth. I just, I, I, I almost feel bad that she feels like she has to come out and explain herself and relive her trauma. Child, these people ain't worth your time. And like I said, I ain't no celebrity, but I know one thing. These people ain't worth your time. So... That's that. The second thing I wanted to address is, like I said, 100% protect black women. I am all for that. Regardless if we're calling it a movement, you know, whatever we're calling it, I'm all for it. Because I do feel like black women are underprotected. Absolutely. Um, I feel like we're underestimated. We're underprotective. And I think, you know, I don't I don't know if it's come from this whole, like, submissive thing that we are the weaker being and so on and so forth. Like, so I, I'm all for that. Com- completely all for that. Um... But but I, I am not surprised. A lot of people kind of brought up the fact that, like, um, you know, Megan, Megan, you know, pr- was protecting him. And the fact that, you know, he can't, you know, now he's lying after she tried to protect him and he's the one who shot her, so on and so forth. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. I think it's just completely messed up, you know, that he can come out and lie after she tried to protect him in the beginning. And the thing about it is I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I also saw this tweet that said, like, you know, men are more so concerned with their rep on the streets than they are with protecting black women. And, honey, that ain't. The, if that ain't the truth, I don't know what the truth is, honey. I can't even spell the truth if that's not the truth. That is so true, so true. Black men are much more worried about their rep- representation um, or their reputation, excuse me, for before they care about anything else. So I am not surprised that after all of this has gone down, after she tried to save him, after she tried to protect him, he came out and lied or told, told his press people to lie or whatever, 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 to switch the story like she was the bad guy. I am not surprised by that. The thing about it is, you know, and like I said, I am 100% protect black women. But I, but I'm also not surprised that she is the one who protected him, even though he hurt her, because that is in our makeup. <laughs> like, I hate to break the news to all the black women listening to this, but at, we are protectors. We are nurturers. We are resilient. And I'm not saying this as a, as a, you know, clap, clap it up, clap it up. Like, you know, these are our accomplishments. This is literally in our makeup. Like this, we are fighters. We are resilient. We are protectors. We are nurturers. So the set, this is good and bad. But what, what, what is the quote? It's like, you know, your your strength can also be your weakness. It's kind of like that. The fact that we are nurturers, the fact that we are protectors, we are always going to protect people who don't protect us. Always. 
well, I'm not going to say people. I'm going to say black men. We are always going to protect black, black men no matter if they protect us or if they don't because it is in our makeup. We birth black sons. We, got, we have black daddies. We got black brothers, black uncles, black cousins, all of that. So we will always protect us. I also saw this lady tweet. She was like, you know, why do y'all protect us? Because why don't y'all protect us? Because when you get shot in the street, guess who's on the street marching for you? And I'm like, that is so true. That is so true. That is so true. And it sucks because, you know, why do we even, this is not something that we should have to ask for. Like, this is not something that we should have to ask for. Um, and, you know, I saw all of this stuff about, you know, such and such violating street code, violating street code. This one girl tweeted, matter of fact, Janisha, she's the one I had on. I had her on my podcast not too long ago. Hey, Janisha Harris, if you're listening, shout out to Janisha. Uh, she posted, she was like, you know, street code said to leave women and children off limits. So uh, looks like everybody violated street code. If we talking about violating street code. So I just, you know, I feel like, you know, like I said, that that strength there is also our weakness because no matter what, we are always going to protect black men. And the sad part is, like I said, why do we have to beg for y'all to protect us? Like, why do we have to beg for y'all to protect us? And that's the crazy part. You know, we even we, we if, even if we want to go back to, you know, the Bible and it talks about, you know, the woman being submissive and the man being the head of the household, that means to protect that means to protect. That means to protect. So why do we have to beg something, beg for something that you should already be doing? So I just, you know, I think it's so sad. It's so terrible that, you know, we we even have to scream this. We even have to shout this or we, have, we even have to ask for this because nobody has to ask us to protect black men. That's already going to happen. And like I said, no matter how black men treat black women, black women are always going to protect black men because it is in our makeup. That is who we are period and it just sucks that we have to you know beg beg for the protection of us the protection of black women and let me tell you something i don't have the answers i don't know i don't know what to do i don't know i don't know you know what i'm saying like i said i am 100 percent for black women i am i am 100 percent for protecting black women and that's why you know i try to use my platform you know what i'm saying just throughout college and now and you know even in all of my careers um, or my positions, my career, but in my positions, you know, I'm always speaking up for black women. You know, I'm always talking about black women, always uplifting and spotlighting our black women and what we're doing. Um, because, you know, I, I do believe it starts with us. You know, we have to lead by example. But like I said, I don't have the answers. I don't know. Um, and it sucks that we even have to have this conversation, you know, just just thinking about all black women go through. And I just we birth lives like we carry humans. We carry humans. Like, <laughs> it's so that's so crazy to me. And you, we can still be disrespected. I just, just wow, just just wow. And then my third point on this, and then we'll move to the to the next hot topic because I don't want to spend too much time on this. But my third point is, you know, I've seen a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. Let me say this. I am very grateful, right? And I respect the celebrities who have come out and you know supported Meg and all of that good stuff. Um. But I'm a little confused as to why people keep calling on celebrities to come out and talk about this. I I, I don't understand that. For the, couple of things, co- a couple of thoughts that come to mind. For one, I feel like we have this thing where we bully people, right? The whole cancel culture and black Twitter, right? We bully people into saying something like, 
you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement, you know, after George Floyd was killed. You know, we bully these celebrities to come out and say something, and then when they come out and say something that's not what you want to hear, then they're canceled. So here's my question to those who are bullying or who want these celebrities to come out and say something. What exactly do you want them to say? What exactly do you want them to say? Because let's be clear, the same men who y'all are calling on to to support Meg or to talk about this are the same men who talk about disrespecting black women in their music. So please help me. What do y'all want them to say? That I, I, I don't understand that. Let me, let me explain something. Celebrities are not leaders. Just because you have a fan base doesn't make you a leader. <laughs> Celebrities are not leaders. Again, just because you have a fan base doesn't make you a leader. Honey, Takashi 69 has a fan base. <laughs> I, I mean, people get that through your head. So, you know, the T.I. is the same. He came out in support of Megan. He's the same person who said he goes to the doctor with his daughter and gets the hymen checked and whatever else he does with her with this control thing and gets the paperwork. But we want him to come out and speak against Tory shooting Meg. I don't I don't I don't understand that. What do y'all want them to say? And then it's like, you know, I've, I've seen people say like, Oh, well, you know, they had so much to say about this. They had so much to say about that. They has, you know, I saw a lot of people saying like all these celebrities had so much to say about what, but they can't, they can't say anything about Megan getting shot. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? Because guess what? What's going to happen is they come out, they say something and it's ingenuine or they say something and it's what, what Twitter likes to call performative because they tweet and then that's the last thing you hear about it. Right? So what exactly do you want them to say? I don't. I'm a little confused. I think for me, I'm a, I'm more about action. What are you doing to protect black women? I don't want to see a tweet, hashtag protect black women, nor do I want to see a tweet that says I support Megan. I don't. I don't. I want to see action. What what are we doing? What, what what are we doing? You know, like I said, celebrities are not leaders. So, you know, we, we're, we're, we're pushing for these celebrities, these men to come out and say something who make music about disrespecting women. What are they going to say? They don't live by that. So now all of a sudden they're going to come out and, 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 and support of Meg. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. And honestly, I think, you know, I'm, I, like I said, I'm grateful and I appreciate the celebrities that have come out, you know, without people asking or without feeling like they were bullied to come out and support her, like respect respect but at the end of the day if it's a thing where you're coming out because it's performative or people have been saying you need to come out and your publicist told you you need to come out and support her i'm not with that i, I i'm not with that at all like you could have kept that to yourself at the end of the day what are you doing to protect black women so sorry y'all i don't agree with that i'm not i'm not gonna get on twitter to say such and such need to say something or such and such need to say something such and such need to say something no i'm good on that if they come out and say something great because what is it? People are people are going to do what they want to do. People are going to do what they want to do. So if it's genuine, they're going to do it without you having to ask, without black Twitter having to believe them. They're going to do it if they want to do it. So, yeah, no, nah, yeah, do do child, do what you want. I guess I don't. That's a tough one for me. But, I, you know, I, I, I am 100 percent in support of Megan. Um, I am 100 percent in support of Megan's peace and her healing and her 
just all of that good stuff, just the healing journey. Like I am 100%, you know, and I try not to, you know, talk too much about it. You know, if I, if I put a couple of supportive tweets, that's one thing, but I don't know Megan, I don't know her life and I wasn't there. So I'm not finna tweet and act like I was there. You know, we can only go off of what they're saying. Um, we can only go off of what they're saying. And I, I'm just, you know, <laughs> like, no, just, I am 100% in support of Megan, and I, I'm so sorry that this happened to her. I don't wish this on my worst enemy that this would happen to anybody. Like, and, you know, it's sad that, you know, we're we're begging for our men to protect us. Like, I, that, that is so sad. So sad because nobody has the access to do it. But, so, Chev, you, you got some answers. You, you want a conversation? You, we want to talk about this. Let me know because I'd love to further this conversation. Um, but, but again, speaking of protecting black women, I know y'all have heard about the Trey songs drama. And at this point he, he's, he's in some heat. I don't, and you know, I, I think we also pick and choose who we cancel because I think once this blows over, Trey songs will be fine, which is terrible. Um, but a little background. So in a recent interview with, um, no jumper podcast, Eliza, she's a friend of Selena Powell, who is an OnlyFans model. She spoke about an alleged sexual encounter with Trey Songs, uh, and she said that he took her phone away and her purse, and he wouldn't let her leave uh, the hotel, a hotel room, I guess that they were in. She also claimed that during the uh, otherwise consensual encounter, Trey Songs peed on her without her consent, and she even said, with her own words, uh, she didn't know what was happening. He just did it. So this lady's white. Um, she's not black let me say that um so trey songs came out and he posted screenshots of him and eliza and he didn't cover up her phone number so reach out to eliza no i'm just kidding um he posted screenshots of him and eliza and he said y'all stay ready to believe a bird <laughs> just okay <laughs> this lady is accusing you of sexual assault and you come out and call her a bird I, okay um so he went further. He went on this Twitter rant um, addressing the claims. Uh, he wrote that the accusation is convenient for someone who seeks to, quote unquote, destroy someone's life. Uh, he said, I usually stay quiet on this, but I feel that in many ways, the movement to fight for the woman who actually have suffered harassment and abuse on various levels has been hijacked by those who find it convenient for themselves to come up as they seek to destroy someone's life. That's what he tweeted. Um... He also tweeted, so he kind of went on this rant. He also tweeted, he said, Jane Doe claimed I sexually assaulted her in Miami. This is someone who accused him of sexual assault previously. And he said, and she wants to pay me, wants me to pay for her therapy and the rest of her school because of all the trauma she's been through. He also tweeted, you will choose to believe what you want. I've been focusing my energy and time on good things. And I know the devil wants my soul more now I know the devil wants my soul more now than ever. I'm going to keep my head high and push forward. If you're holding me down in these moments, I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Black people don't never want to say the full word. My mom would be talking about some wait, wait a minute. No, no, she said women, wait a minute. Spell, it's spelled like this, W-A-Y-M-E-N-T, wait a minute. And then she said she had to go to an appointment yesterday. Not an appointment. She said a a Pointment that starts with P. Pointment. Anyway, um, so moving on. Back in 2017, this is very interesting that now this has become 
viral, I guess, or now people are talking about it after Eliza came out and said that, you know, she was sexually assaulted by Trey Songs. But years ago, back in 2017, Kiki Palmer also alleged that songs, uh, that Trey Songs used sexual intimidation in her words on her in order to make her appear in a music video. Um, after the video was released, uh, it was a remix with Fabulous. Um, to the Trace, to the, okay, hold on, to the Travis Scott and Young Thug song, Pick Up the Phone, um, Palmer claimed that she did not, Kiki Palmer claimed that she didn't authorize the singer to include her in the cameo, to include her cameo. Um, she claimed that although they had known each other for many years, Trey Song secretly filmed her and put her in the video against her wishes. So, after all of this went viral, after Eliza spoke out about the sexual assault claims, um, obviously, like, some some clips of her on Breakfast Club resurfaced about her talking about this, and some tweets resurfaced about her accusing Trey Songs um, of sexual assault. And then she recently tweeted, she said, Always be strong enough to stand in your truth because guess who got you? God. I love y'all. So, I'm going to say this. Dang, I forgot my thought. Um, oh, oh, yes. No, 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 no. I, I remember my thought. I just had a brain fart. Um, believe black women the first time. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Because why did it take for this to go viral for Eliza to come out and say something on a podcast? And Kiki Palmer talked about this a long time ago. And no one, no one cared. It didn't, it didn't. And not to say that it, that if it goes viral, that means people care or, you know, whatever. But what I'm saying is there's attention that's brought to it. We're shedding light on an issue. And in order to have change or to make change, you got to talk about it first. You got to have the conversations first. So uh, uh, not shocked again, you know, like I say, I think it's just sad that this is a state that we're in and we're begging people to protect us. Um, so I, I'm just going to say, believe black women the first time, bottom line. Um, so moving on to a lighter note, I thought this was so cool. Wiz Khalifa is partnering with virtual restaurant brand curator Next Bite to start up a delivery only restaurant. He also uh, partnered with Uber and Postmates, I believe, uh, to start up a delivery only restaurant chain called Hot Box by Wiz. Uh, how fitting. The restaurant will open on October 1st. And he personally curated the menu with his favorite dishes, including blazed brisket ends, Taylor Gang turkey burger, mac and yellow, which is mac and cheese, and the Mile High Dark Chocolate Brownie. So shout out to Wiz. Come on. Another stream of income. I'm here for it. I love it. So moving on to new music. Jay-Z and Pharrell dropped a new single and visual called Entrepreneur. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. First of all, anything Pharrell does is undefeated. Like, don't at me. <laughs> anything Pharrell does is undefeated. And obviously, he works with Beyonce and Jay-Z a lot. And I'm Beyonce biased. So, I love Pharrell um, because he loves Beyonce. But, um, no, I really love the song. I really love the video. It was very inspiring. And so, if you haven't seen the video, uh, like I said, the, the song is called Entrepreneur. And the video is about all of these black um, entrepreneurs and how they got started and what they own and so on and so forth. And it's just so inspiring. And Jay-Z is always dropping gems. My favorite line in the song, Jay-Z. He said, if you can't buy the building, at least stock the shelf. And I felt that. So, yeah, shout out to Jay-Z and Pharrell on their new single, Entrepreneur. Um, Migos just dropped a new single and visual with NBA Youngboy called Need It. 
Um, and I was watching a video and kind of like bopping my head like, okay, this, I, I don't know if it was the beat or what. But if y'all are anything like me, I like to listen to the lyrics. Like, I want to know what you're saying because I, I because I just do. I like, I want to know what you're saying. And anyway, first of all, Offset had me weak. He, he just had this whole like, he put on his acting hat for this. I'm for it. Like, here for it. Um, they need to go ahead and add Burner Boy to the Migos because he looks like one of them. And it, it would give them a nice little African accent. Okay, go ahead and add, add Burner Boy. Um, but anyway, what part of the song Migos, or excuse me, uh, what's his name? Offset. You know what? It took me a long time to differentiate all of them because just I was confused. Anyway, in the song, Offset says, I can't get caught up. I can't be on cheaters. And I, when he said that, I immediately thought, well, Offset, you already have been caught up. Actually, on several occasions. <laughs> now, he hasn't been on cheaters, but it, you can call Black Twitter cheaters because they will catch you. But uh, you, you've already been caught up. But I mean, I guess, cute little song. Go check it out. Uh, Tony Braxton dropped her new single, Gotta Move On, featuring her. Y'all gotta go check that out. Big Sean announced his fifth album, Detroit 2, set to drop September 4th. Shout out to Big Sean. Shout out to Tony Braxton. Um, so, y'all know I am so excited for this Brandy and Monica versus battle. Now, I haven't tuned in to the last couple battles, but this one, honey, I am set. I am ret, okay? Um, now, I can, I can say I've seen a lot of people kind of debating about who would win. Um, and so, let me, let me give you my opinion. I personally think when it comes to vocals and range, Brandy definitely has Monica beat. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe Monica tweeted about that a while ago when she said that she knows Brandy has her beat. Not not with the verses battle. I think she just was talking about vocals and range. So when it comes to vocals and range, I definitely think Brandy has Monica beat. When it comes to hits, I think Monica has Brandy B. So if we're thinking about hits, if we're coming from like a hits perspective, um, I think Monica will win the versus battle. So I don't know. We shall see. I'm extremely excited for that. And then Shine, Black Girl Shine, loving all the Black Girl magic. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion announced that they partnered with Twitter and the Cash App to celebrate powerful women by giving away a total of $1 million following criticism of their WAP music video. After Megan Thee Stallion tweeted that women can enter the giveaway by sharing how the money will help them or someone they know and the designated hashtag, people quickly shared their stories and screenshots of their new Cash App balances. And I will say one thing, I was in the number, I definitely tweeted my Cash App because, honey, I want to be in the number. <laughs> and when you got favor, the odds don't matter, so I'm still waiting on my, my Cash App notification. <laughs> anyway, Sierra announced... Um, a new radio show with Apple Music called Level Up Radio. And that sounds really exciting. Go Sierra. Um, Garcelle, you know what? I'm not, I'm, matter of fact, I am. I'm going to try to pronounce her last name. Garcelle, no, I'm not. I changed her mind. She has been named the newest co-host of The Real. And y'all know Amanda Seals done left. And uh, what's the twin? I think it's Tia. Oh, jeez. Oh, geez. Okay, don't. Uh, if I got that wrong, charge it to my head, not my heart. I definitely think it's Tia, though. Um, both of them have left, and now Garcelle has been named the new co-host. 
She posted on Instagram the news and she said, I am beyond excited to share this news that I am the new co-host of The Real. Anyone who knows me knows that I love pop culture. I love the news. I love talking about it. I love sharing my opinion. And to be sitting at the table with these amazing women, and she tagged them, will be an honor and a blast. So shout out to Garcelle and congratulations on your new role. CEO of Miel. I don't know if it's Miel or Miel. I call it Miel. But anyway, it's the hair products, the hairline. Absolutely love them. Really grateful for 4C hair, and I have 4C hair. So, yeah, shout out to Miel. Uh, the CEO of Miel, Monica Rodriguez, is working with Rutgers University and Newark Business Hub to invest up to $1 million in small black business recovery efforts through more than a strand a new online global entrepreneurship certificate program. They're helping black women-owned beauty and barber businesses with startup costs, licensing, and more, as well as committing to 60 full scholarships for women. So shout out to Miss... Ooh, child, I didn't... Okay, yes, Monique. Shout out to Miss Monique. I need to do this. <laughs> shout out to Miss Monique. But yes, that is your dose of mash for this week. Thank y'all so much for listening, and I will catch you on the next Let episode. Let me get the mic. Honey, I've got something to uh, say. Uh, hey, ooh, I like that. Can uh, you turn that up for uh, me? Uh, hey, uh, uh, ooh, ooh, hey. No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj.